What's up, guys? Ryan here with Warrior Cloud. So yesterday uh, during the live stream, some people like wanted to hear the story of how I epically lost $50,000 in a really terrible, bad decision. Uh, it was kind of my fault, kind of not my fault, but hopefully you guys can learn from this and, uh, and avoid something like this happening to you. So at the time, we had like a pretty big Amazon business. We were shipping hundreds of products every single day. Uh, out of our store, we had like thousands of different pieces of inventory, tens of thousands of dollars of inventory. Uh, and it was just very, very hard to manage. We were kind of just managing stuff like off of our head and off of some spreadsheets. But it was like, to say that it was disorganized would be a wildly massive understatement. So, and we knew we wanted to grow. And the only way to grow was to actually understand like what was happening. Um... So like, it was so bad that we didn't even know like how many of this, you know, tactical pen we had in stock. We knew we had a big box of them and we could go back there and manually count it, but we can never look in the computer and see like, this is how many I have. It was just chaotic. So plus we had the retail gun store. We're trying to manage all the inventory in the gun store. And like, it was just very, very difficult. So I started doing some research. I found a software that claimed, I'm gonna do big air quotes, claimed that they would uh, have a point of sale system that could manage the gun store. And then it also had like the e-commerce uh, fulfillment inventory management system. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is great, right? I talked to the sales rep and like, there was a lot of big promises. And I'm okay with the big promise, if you can actually fulfill on the promise, if you can actually do what you claim that you you can do, right? Um, so anyway, we like paid for this system. We I think we were paying like five thousand dollars a month for five months or something like that. Or it was it was a lot of money, but we had to make payments on it. So we took possession of this, and then that was in like November of 2012 is when we took we got the software, and now we can start using it. One of the things that they failed to mention when I was signing up for this $50,000 program is that it was gonna be a full-time job. It was gonna take a team of like three people a year just to set up all this software. Nobody really mentioned that to me on the front end, which made me very upset. So we're like implementing it and we're, we're going through it and it's really hard, right? Then the big uh, Sandy Hook shooting happened in uh, December of 2012 and our sales on Amazon skyrocketed. Our sales inside the gun store blew up. It was just absolutely chaotic. Um, uh, then, like, that big push of demand lasted for December, for January. And then, like, February timeframe, two really big things happened. First, the big push of demand for people to buy guns, get accessories, you know, all these different components people wanted before there was like an assault weapons ban because that's what President Obama was kind of promising. We're going to ban, you know, uh, AR-15s. We're going to ban AK-47s. We're going to ban high-capacity magazines. Like, that's what everybody wanted. Strip low receivers sold like crazy. All of that demand disappeared. At the exact same time, February of 2020, uh, or 2012, 2013, February 2013, all of a sudden we noticed like every single day we would wake up in the morning and we had like 400 new sales on Amazon. So we woke up that morning and we like look to see, hey, you know, how many sales did we get last night? 
and it said, you got 12. And we're like, what? We got, I'm sorry, there must be like a glitch or something. How do we go from 400 sales every single day for years to now we got 12? What, what the hell is happening? So we like rushed over to our computers and we're like looking at it and we're like, oh man, Amazon is now selling every single product that we were selling. Now Amazon is selling it. And in the, in the industry, this is called getting Amazon. What we didn't know, when you're like a private seller uh, on Amazon, you're listing your products for sale, you're selling them, and Amazon is now watching and monitoring the data of how many people are landing on the page, what price points are selling the best. Like, is this a high velocity product? So are a lot of people buying in a short amount of time? And what Amazon does, which is absolutely brilliant, is they allow me, the private seller, to make all the mistakes. So like if I buy this pen and I buy 100 of them and now uh, I can't sell them because nobody wants them, I'm stuck, I'm trapped with these 100 pens. But if I buy 100 of these iPhone cases, Magpul iPhone cases, and I sell all of them in like a day, Amazon is like, ooh, that's a good product. We should sell that product ourselves. So that's what Amazon did. They went straight to all of the products that we were crushing it with. They went straight to the manufacturers. They said, we wanna become wholesale distributors of your product. So they got to, Amazon was able to buy the products for significantly less than I ever could. Plus, we had to pay a 15% commission to Amazon. Amazon doesn't need to pay that commission to itself. So they automatically have like a, 40 to a 50 point spread over me that I can never compete with, which is awesome, right? I'm proud of them for doing this, but it sucks when you're the person that it gets done to, right? So anyway, at that moment, our business totally turned off. This $50,000 computer program that I bought primarily to manage our inventory on Amazon was now epically worthless. Uh, we didn't need it. It was extremely complicated to set up. And I'll share more about that in a second. But like for several months, we tried to like restore our Amazon, you know, like uh, uh, where we were. We wanted to get back to where we were. So we tried like the way Amazon works is you have a buy box. So when you go search a product, Magpul angled foregrip, and that Magpul angled foregrip pops up, there might be 30 people, 30 sellers that are selling that item. But you actually only ever see one. So the person who wins the buy box is the company that has the best combination of highest reviews, highest pri um, best price, uh, best customer satisfaction rating, fastest shipping, stuff like that. So like the game we would play is we would, if a competitor lowered their price, we had a software that would lower our price by one penny and it would just keep doing that until the competitor ran out of inventory. And when their inventory was at zero, our price would skyrocket up to the top and then we would start selling them at the very top and that's where we'd make all of our money. No matter what we did, no matter how low we made our price, it just didn't matter. Amazon always won the buy box because why wouldn't they? They've got, they're in control of the system. They've got a 50% margin. I've got like a 10% margin. It was just a winning game. It was a losing game, right? It was a game we could never win. Um. So we spent several months like, okay, Amazon took those products, let's get some new products in. So we buy a bunch of Glock parts and we bring them in, nobody wants to buy them. So now I'm stuck 
with dozens, sometimes hundreds of this particular Glock part that I can no longer sell. Or we would bring in, this happened to us multiple times, we'd bring in a couple Glock parts and like clockwork. We were the nobody else that's selling these items on Amazon. As soon as we start listing it, boom, Amazon starts selling it and then we got cut out again. And we, we went round and round like this for several months and we finally realized we are never gonna win this game. So we had to pull the plug on Amazon, just take the $50,000 loss on the computer program, which let me tell you more about this software, which was a epic disaster. The software was supposed to manage our acquisition and disposition of our firearms. So anytime you get a firearm in as an FFL, you have to document it in a book or in your software. And the day that it leaves, you have to document, this is the person that I sold it to, this is their address, and this is the day that it left, all that stuff, right? So we're like required by law, by federal guidelines to document all this stuff. Well, one day we went into the software and I was like, oh my God, because we used to do an audit every month to make sure our records were all good. I went in and I was like, oh my gosh, this is saying that there's like a bunch of guns that I know we signed out that are never signed out. This software just did like a reboot and it deleted like dozens and dozens of our records. It was so bad. One day, I remember this was just like uh, right before Christmas. It was one of the first like bad things that happened with the software. We were on a tech call. There was a problem with the software. We called tech support and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna reboot the system and it should fix it. And I was like, okay, no problem. So they rebooted it and they're like, all right, so give it a try in a day and see if it works. Like two hours later, our phones exploded in our office. Phones are ringing off the hook. And people are like, why'd you charge my card again? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're referring to. They're like, you, I bought a gun last week for $700 and you just charged my card again today for $700. With whatever that guy did with this software, I don't know what he did. Whatever he did, every transaction that was in our system for the previous 30 days, he recharged all those people's cards. Oh my gosh, it was right before Christmas and uh, it was just such an epic disaster. So we very quickly just said, scrap this program. They could not hand, they couldn't fix it. Even though I paid 50 grand, you would think they would have amazing tech support that could fix it. They could never fix it. They didn't know why all this was happening. And it was just an epic nightmare. It was again, one of those moments where I felt like just giving up, hiding in a closet somewhere. Um, yeah, but I think the lesson here is do a lot more research make sure that the company you're buying something from can actually fulfill on the promise and that they have integrity. Like for us at Warrior Cloud, if we make a mistake, we're gonna fix it. We're on it and we're gonna, we're gonna own up to it real quick and we're gonna fix it. But not all software companies are like that. So anyway, hopefully you guys got some value from this, uh, from this episode today. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. And remember, you're only one decision away from changing the rest of your life.